In the beginning, there was only the word. And now, when everything else seems to be going wrong, one man comes to you. Playing records, talking about shit. This is the Daily Freakout. The Daily Freakout coming to you once again from the bunker, from the office, from the spare room, from the incredibly messy, with lots of cables all over the tiny little desk set up that is Mock Studios. Or something along those lines. Anyway, it is yet another crazy, crazy coronavirus day with international insanity... If you haven't seen some of Donald Trump's recent press conferences with all the paraphernalia and the propaganda and all the colours and everything, then you should check them out. They are absolutely ridiculous and wonderful. I cannot wait for the Americans to create some kind of armband with a symbol of their patriotism. Probably red. It's going to be red and white and blue as opposed to red, white and black, but hey, what you going to do? It's going crazy and... We are coping the best we can. As always, music is the key.
Yet again, I have put down the completely incorrect track. I have also no idea if that music kicked in nicely or not, because the volume was down on the track and I couldn't hear it. Professional as always, until the end. That is what is going on here. A quick thing, a tweet. I'm not even going to say this tweet because I'm going to have a little. I'm going to bag it out a little bit, so I'm not going to say who it was or where it was. But the tweet is: I just asked my 13-year-old to get me a glass of ice water, and he filled a cup with ice, then microwaved it. Homeschooling does not work. If your child does something as dumb as that, you're the problem. I don't understand. Like that's not a joke. That is a proper why how are you raising your child bullshit kind of thing that, that just i don't understand when parents go oh my kid's so dumb look at this dumb thing they did so you understand that that kid's a reflection of you right the, the way your child acts like many people talk about it that if you see your father being respectful to your mother for your entire life, or let's be honest, if you see your mother being respectful to your mother, if you've got two mums or two dads, it doesn't matter. If you see your parents being respectful to your parents for your life, you will develop the sense of, I'm going to be respectful to my partner when I'm in a relationship. If, if, you, if your child goes and microwaves ice to make you a cup of iced water, then you're, you're the problem. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, let's... I mean, I've got... I just had a dog come into the room and I've micro... I've, um... Not microwaved. I've, um... Heated up in the oven some pizza from last night to have here in between... T um... While songs are playing. And I've got a dog come in and sit next to me waiting for some food. That's because I give the dog food when I eat food. And the dog knows to do it. It is a behaviour that I have put into that dog. If your kid's dumb enough that they go and microwave iced water. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, uh, if, you, if you're here in Australia, you know of a the name more than anything else of a guy called Pete Evans. I don't know much about Pete Evans. I know he's a celebrity chef. I know that he has um, advocated for the paleo diet. And I that's about all I know about him. I don't know what his qualifications are. I don't know what his... Um, yeah, I don't know anything. Apparently he was on MasterChef or something. Um, which, let's be honest, why would you listen? Why, I don't even... Oh, no, My Kitchen Rules, even worse. I don't know why you'd bother with any of these shows. And apparently he was getting $800,000 a year to do this show. Wow. So these shows really do make some money because idiots watch them. Anyway... I've I've come out I've come out a bit controversial not controversial but a bit um a bit um what's the word a bit confrontational today I do apologize but apparently he's been sacked because of something he said and then he's gone on to have a bit more of a breakdown in terms of posting weird things I think this is the same guy who posted the thing about um activated almonds and the funny thing is though I think not that I agree with Pete at all but things like the paleo diet in, in their basic th sort of theory and stuff do work. The paleo diet, pretty much when you look at it in, in theory more than actual severe practice, but in theory, it's get off um, processed food. 
that's how that's what you should take if you ever listen to the or or read anything about paleo diets is that they just want you to get off processed food sure they're saying you should eat they're getting crazy about oh you can't have bacon or you can't have this or you can't have that but it doesn't it's just about getting off that processed food so even though he spruiks the the problem is he spruiks the paleo diet and then people think oh he's crazy on other stuff so he's crazy on this as well but apparently he's a bit of a fan of all the different um conspiracy theories out there um including the fact that uh, a covid-19 development is being made by a bunch of companies that have links to the um, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which apparently is crazy. Um, and it's this is the other crazy thing, is that people put these... He's put up a tweet here, or an Instagram post, and it's just a bunch of companies with links, like little lines going across saying that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are a part of everything. So he's anti-vaccine, it seems... Um, and he's and in turn he's anti Gates family because they're pro vaccine. And see the funny thing is though, they're pro vaccine too much in my opinion. Like they're too far. But basic vaccines have been proven to work and have shown that they work. There have obviously been issues with them where they've had problems, but that's the case with almost all medication at some point. We, we unfortunately have to test these things and for the greater good and the, for the group to survive, some of these things go away or some of these people get hurt is what I'm saying. And so as much as I'm pro-vaccine, I'm also wary of vaccines because they're a medicine like anything else. You have to just trust who you think. And that's the problem. We have to trust people and... It's hard to trust people when we've had people lying to us and bullshitting us. But anyway, Pete Evans has said some crazy stuff, apparently. And the cool thing is about this article is that they've talked in this article from news.com.au, they've talked about the fact that he could be he could have just had this um contract um terminated and then he's going into a bad mental place and so at the end of the article they give they say hey if you're looking if you're having some mental issues here are some numbers to call which i think is fantastic um because they're trying to take a little bit of a um a positive from it um (laughs) apparently he um he also promoted a uh biocharger device on facebook uh for coronavirus eradication that was the claim um and it was a $15,000 machine. That's just um, interesting. But the crazy thing is here, and I'm not... I don't want to sound too much like a conspiracy theory crazy person, but if this, if if you were going to try to take over the world and control everyone, this would be a way to do it. This wouldn't... Like, this would work, or it could work, in that we live in a very, very different time to Nazi Germany, but Nazi Germany is the most recent example I think we have of a largish first world country 
going from democracy to dictatorship to, oh my God, what the hell is going on? Why are we trying to invade Poland? Or why are we actually invading Poland? And it, I think it's... I think it's fair and right to be wary of it and to be conscious of it and to see it and to be looking out for the lines. But the craziest part for me is the fact that people are equating... People are equating legitimate, reasonable steps to crazy... Um, dictator dystopian future things and I posted the other day about how um, the new British slogan I posted it on Instagram Gavin may be long in, on, in Instagram uh, I posted a picture where there was a picture from um, Beef of Vendetta and from 1984 and from the British government right now and they all looked very very similar because of the the way it was just these hit points of dialogue or wording and you had to try and work out whether they actually meant or what they actually meant because someone would read it and think of it as a completely different thing to something than the way somebody else would read it and so you you get these things where people take one thing and they move it around and it fits in with their other conspiracy theories and stuff like the fact that vaccines have had issues and don't always do exactly what they say on the box the same as all medicine all medicine has side effects and has potential issues. If you're allergic to penicillin, it's not going to cure you. But if you're not allergic to penicillin, it's the best thing you can have for certain issues. And you can't then say, oh, well, all penicillin's bad for all people. That's the, that's the crazy thing. And the, the ease with which we could get into real trouble in terms of conspiracy theories and things like that. This is Black Cab. And this is not Conspiracy Radio, this is The Daily Freakout. <laughs>
Black Cab from the album Call Signs with the song Church in Berlin. Plus the intro, which is called Call Signs as well. Great album, this one. Very different. I'm pleased to say it's very different to Eltham on High um, Speedway, which was the other album which I mentioned yesterday. Um, very enjoyable. Makes me, It's another piece of music, or it's another band that's making me want to play music. This kind of trancey, and I don't mean trance in that, in the doof doof mean, I mean, way. I mean an actual trance. That repetitive nature and that getting stuck in the caught in the moment and all that kind of stuff. Fantastic. Check them out, Black Cab. I'm sure you can find them all over the Spotify and the iTunes and all in the Pandora and whatever else, other um, unfair streaming services you can find out there. Just quickly touching on the, what I was saying about spreading a dictatorship and taking over. South Korea are spraying from the backs of trucks disinfectant throughout the streets. Now, if that works and, it, and it's good, then bang, you're great. But what's actually in there? What are they actually spraying? I don't know. And I and I and I I have to trust that they're spraying the right thing. But the interesting thing from them is, and the headline here from Vice.com is, over 100 coronavirus cases in South Korea have now been linked to one guy's night out clubbing. And the other interesting thing that ties in with the potential for government takeovers of our civil liberties and all that kind of stuff is, and I quote from David Gilbert, who tweeted this, who I'm going to retweet in just a second. In South Korea, authorities trying to track a coronavirus cluster couldn't rely on misleading customer data from nightclubs. Instead, they gathered mobile phone location data from 10,000 plus people and credit card data from almost 500. So that's the part that is a little bit concerning is that these powers exist it's whether they get misused or not of course is the issue for instance we had a terrible incident among many of terrible incidents like this of a guy who attacked a woman on the street late one night raped and killed her and then drove her body out to the bush to get rid of it but the cops tracked her mobile phone, which was still on her, and they located where she was, and they were able to work it all out and get the guy. And so that's an instance where tracking of your mobile data and your mobile location because of the phone is a positive use. But they have that ability. And so whenever they want, they can do it. And let's just remember, law enforcement and government are just people. So they have the possibility and have the ability to really fuck with us. It's there. It's possible. And like that phrase, um, power corrupts absolutely. It's, it's always got the potential to corrupt and to completely uh, ruin it. lives and all that kind of stuff. So very interestingly, here in Australia, we had um, an interesting incident in our parliament just recently and I had it all queued up but it's um it took a little while typical uh this happened keeper saved our bacon <laughs> and Adrian 
Owner of an auto business. <coughs> Sorry. So that happened in Australian Parliament just recently. That is our uh, treasurer person who... The name in my head sets off bells suggesting that we don't like him. I don't know. I can't remember exactly why, but I feel like I don't like him for some reason, but I can't tell you why. But interestingly enough, he had a coughing fit and he claims it was just like a, a dry throat or something, but that didn't sound like it. That sounded phlegmy. That sounded like it was back in the throat. That sounded like more than just a dry throat. Um, he's been test or he's been tested, and they're looking into it, and he's quarantined and stuff just for now. But the interesting, I, I did love the fact that the minute it happened, you just heard all the cameras going because they were just like, oh, oh, something's happening, and that was they've got the pictures. But um, the other, th in the, the, so he's in Parliament, which means, for instance, America, um, American government are now locking themselves down because they've got cases within parliament within the house white house within the uh, uh within the um the confines of the people in power whether it's drivers for people or staff members and things like that um and now our we've got people in parliament debating shit i don't know what they were talking about but they're in there coughing like that, and it's just crazy. The other interesting thing I noticed was the fact that he had bottled water. Seriously? This is another thing that really shits me. I I think being a politician is a... Un, un, like it's a, No matter what you do, even if you think you're doing the absolute right thing, you're going to get shat on by the people. No matter what the people are going to shit on you. And so I believe it is a, a a thankless job. I wouldn't want to do it. But the fact that they've got bottled water and they're not doing a job that people think is good enough, what's wrong with tap water? Why can't they have someone fill up some jugs of tap water and have the tap water sitting there? You know what I mean? That really annoyed me when I saw that, but that's probably me picking up on incidental things that really don't matter. Anyway, I've noticed here on, uh, what's it called? The, the, the Twitters, that OnlyFans is trending. And so I'm looking through some of the things, trying to find a new person to subscribe to. No, whoa. I'm going to retweet it. Check out Foxy... Menagerie Vera or something. Those, she's literally got two tits that are bigger than her head. Oh, that's just, I'm not into that kind of stuff, but hey, each to their own, do whatever you want. So 
for those that don't know, OnlyFans is literally a subscription service where you can post whatever you want. And a lot of people post nudes. Uh, a lot of porn stars do it to actually get the money go directly to them because just like the music industry, the artists within porn are usually the ones not looked after and that lose the money, Given that, especially with porn in that you're, you're not ruining your life, but you're putting yourself into a position where you know you're going to get puritanical idiots giving you shit about it. Um, I still remember one time, there's a porn star called April O'Neil who uh, posted one time saying that it, it was that time of year or that time or whatever when somebody messages her mum and says, do you know what your daughter's doing? Something like that. And I think she said something along the lines of, yeah, my mum knows, so fuck you. But more importantly, you're trying to shame someone who's doing something that you're looking at and you're finding it. It's this weird thing that if you're a, these guys, and it's usually a guy that'll do it, or so, but, but it might not be, but they, they find this material and then they want to sort of shame the person who's doing it. But it's like, but you found it. You were getting the enjoyment or the entertainment from it. And then you're trying to say that it's bad. That seems really hypocritical, hypocritical and stupid. So OnlyFans is a way for people to have an account where they can post up whatever they want. And it's a subscription based. It's a, um, a closed society. And I've noticed that a lot of those are happening. I follow and I'm part of one, called um, um, I've I've recently signed up for that. I think it's like five bucks a month or something. And it's a podcast effectively and a a bit of a a gated community where people who feel like they're not politically left or right can come and talk. Now, admittedly, I've noticed that within that group, there is a lot of very different people. And so there are still going to be different viewpoints and and feelings and stuff. So there's still the chance for offense to be made and for situations to be awkward and all that kind of stuff. But it's a, you know what you're getting. And if you enjoy the person's work, whether it's via, whether it's YouTube videos or anything like that, you can just give them money directly and then they can give you exclusive content because you pay and then the content can go out to the rest of the world at some point. And so it's the same with this kind of stuff. For instance, a lot of feet fetish people are on OnlyFans. There's another one that's like OnlyVids or something as well. And there's a, it's not just girls being ogled over by guys. There's a t- I'm sure that's 99% of it. But there's a little bit of... Um, guys on there as well and I'm just like really I didn't realize that was possible now obviously I'm not the kind of guy that could could possibly do it I can barely get people to listen to a podcast let alone look at my body um but it's out there and it's for everyone which is really cool you can do whatever you want and you can put up whatever you want for instance the the fetacy one which I'd check out um Bridget fetacy on um Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and all that kind of stuff I really like her stuff you might not agree with everything that she has but she has a wonderfully I'm going to poke fun at and call bullshit on both sides of, or all sides of the political spectrum, which I think is um, really refreshing because I got tired of just hearing lefties talk left stuff um, because I never followed any of the righties, so it was mainly lefties that were turning me off. But um, the cool thing about those the, the groups and the the way it goes is that because you can post anything, 
It means that in the future, potentially podcasts like this or musicians or anything like that can maybe survive. Where if you've got a podcast, for instance, a lot of podcasts I know, um, Dan Carlin would be a great example of it. He puts out his show for free, but then after, I think, I think he only puts up three or four shows. Given that they're all hours long, it's fine. And then when when the... um. Very burpy again today. Sorry about that, guys. When you want to listen to some of the old shows, when you've got addicted, it gives you that taste for free. And then when you're addicted, bang, he pulls you back and you've got to pay for it. And that to me is a great way of doing it because you're getting free content. If you want the free content, you can get it. I've listened to so much of his stuff for free. That's my alarm. And I didn't even know I had that on for five o'clock. Anyway, uh, and you then get addicted and then you want to pay for it afterwards. I've then paid for his, I bought his book. I've bought a couple of his things. I would love it if he released a vinyl record, to be honest. I think his voice would sound fantastic. He would have to narrow it down to a very um, a small recording, of course. But, it's, but this kind of thing with OnlyFans is fantastic because it allows for a fan group to pay directly if they want to pay directly. Of course, you want to put out the... Um, you want to put out the free content. You want to get the taste, taste for free, and then once you're addicted, then you can get the, uh, then you can uh, start paying for it. Let me know what you think, because I'm hinting it one day maybe. But given that the last two podcasts have dropped our listenership by two, i.e. half, uh, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. I'm just going to quickly... Here we go. This is El Michael's Affair. Remember I remember I found out the other day that his guys is a single person? This is awesome as an instrumental track from one, uh, one man band. Enjoy.
That was the end of the track, much quicker than I was expecting, so I am incredibly, incredibly underprepared. But I think some people would say that a lot, because my ramblings don't seem to go anywhere and they don't seem to really uh, pan out in the end, is what I've noticed, if anyone... <laughs> If anyone was uh, curious about that, it seems that it's so hard these days, though, to try and talk about anything because it's all coronavirus. And then the interesting thing is that you click on the sports link on the old Twitters and you try and find something that would be relevant to talk about and interesting, and it's all the UFC, and even though I'm pro-UFC and I like watching the fights and stuff, I feel a little bit awkward about the most recent bout because UFC 249, because it was during the time of an epidemic and a pandemic and all that kind of stuff. And it's questionable as to whether it really should have happened in the first place. So it's hard to then sort of want to talk about it and, and find it interesting when... Uh, when it's questionable that it should have existed and happened in the first place. Because it's going to be really interesting to see who comes away with any corona any virus um, responses. But the really interesting thing is that what happens if no one does? What happens if it's deemed a success and all the safety precautions kept everyone safe and everyone was fine? Maybe it was okay to have the commentators sitting far apart because they couldn't spread the disease but or the virus. But then you have the nightclub in South Korea, where a bunch of people get um, infected because one guy had the virus and went there. Another crazy thing, look, I've talked about it before, with especially with Madonna posting that stupid bath clip. We're not all in this together. To suggest that we are is kind of stupid, in my opinion. I don't see how you could possibly think that we're actually in this together. We're not. We're very not when the White House are able to get daily tests for their staff, when people with money are able to get these antibody tests and things like that. Um, Joe Rogan's got enough money that every guest he has, they come and he tests them. And they've got the antibodies, apparently. But then we've got the mutating, changing version of it, which means that maybe they've got the mutated version and it doesn't work or something. So we, the best thing we can do, I think, is the, the physical distancing, because let's face it, social distancing is a silly way of saying it. Uh, shout out to my mate Pete for saying that on Facebook. It's physical distancing, not social. Uh, you, can, you should have always been allowed to go fishing or camping or hiking or any of that kind of stuff. The thing is, just stay away from other people. The absurdity of, being, of not being allowed to go and stand on the beach and fish or take your dog for a walk and stay six feet away from people, but you're allowed to go to Bunnings or Bunnings being a hardware store here in Australia, large hardware, hard, large hardware warehouse style Costco type thing. Um, or you're allowed to go to the supermarket and be really close to people. Like I had a, a slightly um, at-risk woman have a yell at me when I went to the supermarket because I walked around her and I was like, wow, you're really paranoid about this if 
you're spending all this time around all these people, me walking around you in that instance wasn't going to be any more potentially harmful than you just being here in the first place. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, we, we should be safe and we should be trying to push for safety in that kind of instance, for, of course, but we're not in this together in that some people are able to stay away from people better than other people. For instance, some people are des like I'm I'm still waiting on my super to come in so I can pay my last three months rent. And I'm lucky that my estate agent has been okay with that. But some people what if you're at the age and you haven't got much super that that's a real big thing? Like for me, it wasn't necessarily something that I thought was a good idea, but it became a necessity. And I don't have enough super that it was really going to destroy the end of my life. I think I'm going to be doing, I'm going to have to minimize my life to the point where I don't have to rely on my super. That's the goal. But wanting to be an off the grid, live off the land hippie, that's fine for me. But for some people, that's a much bigger deal having to dig into their super and having to do all that kind of stuff. Whereas there are other people out there that it's just not going to matter. They'll do an Elon Musk and sell some of their houses they've got multiples that kind of thing so we're not this kind of thing isn't even and the reason why i bring that up is retweeting it now um from sbs.com.au via the tweets the twitter's headline it's been revealed a 47 or the headline is british rail worker 47 dies of coronavirus after being spat at on duty now without reading too far into the article you've got to assume or you, you can't assume that the guy that or was it a guy? I think it was a guy, but the person that spat on them wasn't necessarily carrying the virus. If you're a British railway ticket official, then the virus could all be around. But, 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 in this time and place, spitting on someone is fucked up. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. I... I I don't know if I would have done anything about it if I was there, but I would have been pretty aghast if so, if I saw that. Because in this day and age, you are deliberately spitting to cause harm. I've got nothing. I've got no problem with saliva. I think uh, people's um, fear and paranoia about saliva in general is a bit stupid. But in this instance, oh my god, you cannot do that. You just can't. And you're an absolute asshole if you do. It's that simple, really. Because it's, yeah, it just, it, you're doing it with harm. You're doing it with intent and you're doing it with harm. Um, unfortunately, this person was 47, so still a lot of life. Um, Belly Mujinga. M-U-J-I-N-G-A, 47, was on the concourse of Victoria Station in London in March when a member of the public who said he had COVID-19 spat and coughed at her and her colleague. Oh, God. Okay, it gets worse when you actually read the article. So, yeah, the, the, the guy had it or said he had it and then spat and coughed at her and her colleague. Apparently within days of the assault, both women fell ill. Imagine that. That's something out of a bloody movie, isn't it? Someone's... And you're just like looking at yourself going, what the... F I, I, I've just been killed, but I'm still alive and I just have to wait for it to come now. 
And again, she had underlying respiratory problems, which has been shown to be a problem and, and help with help the virus be do the wrong thing. Um, it's been an, a, a negative. It's absolutely terrible. Um, and uh, that's, yeah, you've, you've got to hope that that person gets taken somewhere and accidentally dropped on their head a few times, don't you? That, that, that guy that spat and did that. How you could do that to someone, I don't know. That is literally murder. I wonder, I want, that'll be really interesting to see if this person comes up on murder charges because that's pretty murderous. Um, this is the Beastie Boys super disco breaking, money making. I completely missed Ch Trivia Tuesday yesterday, so I apologise for that. And today was meant to be Wacky Wednesday or Weird Wednesday or something like that, which is what my original plan for the days was going to be. But, of course, all I have done is fall out of bed, turn the computer on, and start recording. Which means we have an incredibly eclectic and disorganised show, and for that, of course, I apologise. Uh, let me reach down over here. And to continue the eclectic and weirdness of it, I'm just randomly grabbing records that are around me. I actually moved, I actually packed up a lot of the records that were just sitting around here, and now I can't get to any of them. So that's frustrating. Um... But I thought I might play something a bit weird and a bit different because it's... Because I haven't got anything to talk about, let's be honest. I'm not going to try and bullshit you. I haven't got anything planned and I haven't got anything ready just yet. And there goes my alarm again. How good's that? Did I... I think I did set them. I set them so that I'd get up and do this and I've completely... Uh, I've completely screwed it up. I apologise. 
and I hope that I get a good show tomorrow because today's and yesterday's are absolute crap. Anyway, here's a fun record. I, I said before I'd love it if Dan Carlin put out a record. I want. I, I used to listen to a podcast called Tell Them Steve Dave, and they released two vinyl records. One I lost somewhere, which really pisses me off because I don't like unintentionally getting rid of records. If I want to get rid of it, I'll make that choice, but unfortunately this happened. Their second one, to me, was genius. It was a roast of all the characters from their podcast. So their podcast has got a bunch of B characters just like um, The Simpsons. You know how The Simpsons has got the family, but then there's all the other characters that you see on a regular basis that just pop in for little bits. And this podcast had the same thing. They had their main three guys, but over time they kept having people, guests, and people within their group of friends come on and talk and stuff like that. And on this double record, they did a roast of one of the guys from the show for his birthday. But it turned out that the entire show was just them ragging on each other and shitting on each other. And because of editing they were able to tighten it all up and make it into a record that's fantastic. Even though I don't like the show and have some weird feelings towards the show, that's another complete different story anymore. I don't, I don't listen to it anymore. I actually did listen to that record oh, maybe a year or so ago, but it was after I fell out with the show and it still holds up because even though it's in jokes and stuff, it is absolutely hilarious, some of the timing and some of the jokes on it, and it is... It, I still I still give it a lot of credit, even though I don't like the show anymore. Uh, the bi Another big one for it was the, as I said, the editing. The editing on that show was quite impressive. So it, it proved to me that records could still be... Because I listened to it multiple times, because the beats, the way they got the beats of the jokes and everything to hit I I listened to it so many times and it's still a classic um, record in my opinion because of the way it was put together similar to something like an episode of Hardcore History from Dan Carlin which I think would work wonderfully as a record because you'd put it down and if he could condense everything down into that one 60 minutes or so then it would it would sound fantastic and I would pay for it, not a question. The reason I'm talking about that is that the TV show Faulty Towers from back in the 70s, when they were in Faulty Towers' height of popularity, they made whatever they could. I believe Manuel, the waiter, even released a single at one point. And so the BBC um, decided that if they took some of the episodes, altered the audio a bit, they could then put them on record. And so you could actually hear the show. And so I have found in my time three, I think now, I think there's four of them and I've got three. And so I'm going to try and find a section coming up. It is coming up right now. Trust me, here it comes. <laughs> this is from Faulty Towers. This is possibly my favourite episode. It's called Communication Breakdown with Mrs. Alice Richards, who is an annoying Karen-style uh, guest in the hotel. And it's got so many great moments. The, the Fire Drill and the Germans is rega regarded as one of the, the best show, but to me, this is one of the best. So this is Faulty Towers. 
Good morning, madam. Can I help you? Are you the manager? I am the owner, madam. What? I am the owner. I want to speak to the manager. I am the manager, too. What? I am the manager as well. Manager, him manager. You're what? I'm the manager. What? I'm the manager. Yes, I know. You've just told me. What's the matter with you? Now, listen to me. I booked a room with a bath. When I book a room with a bath, I expect to get a bath. You've got a bath. I'm not paying £7.20 per night plus VAT for a room without there a bath. Where is your bath? You call that a bath? It's not big enough to drown a mouse. It's disgraceful. I wish you were a mouse, aren't you? And another thing. I asked for a room with a view. Deaf, mad, and blind. Uh, this is the view as far as I can remember, madam. Yes, yes, this is it. When I pay for a view, I expect something more interesting than that. But that is Torquay, madam. No, it's not good enough. Well, may I ask what you were expecting to see out of a Torquay hotel bedroom window? Sydney Opera House, perhaps? The hanging gardens of Babylon? Herds of wildebeest sweeping majestically? <laughs> I expect to be able to see the sea. You can see the sea. It's over there between the land and the sky. I need a telescope to see that. Well, may I suggest that you consider moving to a hotel closer to the sea? Or preferably in it. Right. Now, listen to me. I'm not satisfied, but I've decided to stay here. However, I shall expect a reduction. Why, because Krakatoa is not erupting at the moment? Or? Because the room is cold, the bath is too small, the view is invisible, and the radio doesn't work. No, the radio works. You don't. What? <laughs> See if I can fix it, you scabby old bastard. <laughs> And that's the radio coming on in the background, or not in the background, but in the actual show. So I'll jump in and, and I'll cut that one off. Check out Faulty Towers if you can. It is absolutely fantastic. In, in particular, that scene as well. It just it blows my mind as to how good that show was um, and the fact that some people haven't even seen it. And if you've ever worked in hospitality and you've dealt with Karens, then you're going to be even more amused by <laughs> that episode and that show because they are fantastic. My favourite line from Basil um, is usually, um, it's some, I, I think he's somebody says, oh, what are you going to go do now? And he says, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, no, actually, I'm going to go and punch some guests. And I've felt that so many times because every now and again you just really want to go punch some guests. And by guests I mean not only guests but um, what's it called? Customers word escaped me from the, just quickly there. I have had. I thought I had enough coffee. I thought I was awake. I thought I was ready to go, but it seems it seems I wasn't. What a shame. Anyway, folks, that's going to be the end of the show for today. Bobbyfreakout at gmail.com If you want to send me some abuse, remember first person to actually email me something and prove that anyone is actually listening to this show will win a record, a reasonably priced record of your choice. I will buy you and send you. Uh, because, hey, who, who, why would I spend my super on actual proper things when I could buy records for other people? <laughs> when I get it, though, of course, you're going to have to wait until I actually get it because, unfortunately, food is the most important thing to purchase at the moment. So <laughs> I can't rely on my chickens to give me enough eggs. So 
I have to buy food instead of buying records. Which is kind of amusing because the other week I bought records. So I don't know what's going on, people. It's a crazy world we live in. Don't judge me. Just just leave me alone. I really should be doing a lot more to grow um grow better food. Shouldn't I? I should go check on those potatoes. I've got potatoes going. Anyway. Hopefully in the coming days we're gonna have an expert come on and talk about I'm trying to line up a doctor to come on and talk about a few things and help out with understanding the world that we're living in and the craziness. But I don't know when that's going to happen. So hold your breath or don't hold your breath because who knows? Who knows when it could happen? Who knows if there's ever going to be an episode tomorrow after this debacle? Yet this morning, I wasn't even sure. I woke up a little early and thought, man, I don't know whether it's the whether I should do one. Should I just skip one? And then for some strange reason, I felt like, no, I should do it and I should get up and do it. But I'll tell you now, like with all the podcasts I've ever done, it's getting to that point where... I'm not sure if it's working. So if you're hearing this, please, please let me know if it's working. If it's not working, let me know as well. That would be awesome. Here's Spiderbait. If you do message me, you're what this record says. You're fucking awesome. BobbyFreakout at gmail.com. Gavin ML on the Twitters. Gavin Mabry Long on Instagram. Have a great day, folks. Whatever you're doing in the world. Stay safe, of course. Don't touch your face, don't cough anywhere, and don't spit on anyone, please. You're fucking awesome, and this is The Daily Freakout, or was The Daily Freakout.